On this episode of the Catholic Echo Podcast from the Diocese of Youngstown, we are talking about Catholic Charities with Bishop David Bonner, Rachel Herbalich, and Jennifer Lucarelli. Find more about this episode's topic, including articles from the Catholic Echo, at catholicecho.org slash podcast. And now the host of the Catholic Echo Podcast, Father Jim Corda. Hello and welcome to the Catholic Echo Podcast. I'm your host, Father Jim Corda. Our show is brought to you by the annual Dossison Appeal, the Catholic Communication Campaign, and Cumulus Media Youngstown. Welcome to our show, Bishop Bonner. Thank you so much, Father Corda. Now, today we're going to focus on Catholic charities. The Catholic Church is really one of the, if not the most largest supporter, non-governmental supporter of education, of social outreach, of medical benefits and care. Why is it important for us as church to be part of these outreach arms for people? I think that this is what Jesus envisioned when he sent his disciples to go out to teach, to baptize, and to invite them to a oneness with him. I think this is what it means to be church. It means to go out of ourselves in the spirit of Pope Francis, to go to the peripheries, to the poorest of the poor, and be a presence to them, to be a face of Christ to them. It's also a matter of just living out what it means to love. Jesus Mm -hmm gave the mandate, love one another as I have loved you. The work of Catholic Charities is really the work of love incarnate in so many people through many programs, thanks to the generosity of so many people who share in this ministry, even from a distance, but by their support, they are allowing us all to be church together and show people what true love is. I'd like us to give uh, a plug early on for our annual diocesan appeal. Years ago, it used to be called the Bishop's Appeal, but there's a focus on diocesan appeal. There's a focus on Catholic charities. Why is it important for the folks that are with us and for Catholic Christians in particular to give their time, talent, and treasure to the church for charities? I certainly uh, am grateful that we changed the name of the appeal. Bishops come and go, but the work that we do is really about mission. Mm -hmm. And Pope Francis has invited us to become missionary disciples. He even says in the joy of the gospel, I am a mission. We are all mission to one another. And it's imperative that we go and be that mission in the world. And Catholic Charities is a wonderful vehicle that allows us to live out the mission, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And the the support of the faithful enables all of our agencies to be the presence of Christ to those in need. I'd like to let the folks know that next week we're going to focus a little bit more on missionary discipleship and evangelization. But coming back to our topic of Catholic Charities, when we look at the world around us, when we look at our own diocese and our own parishes, there are particular needs that are there. Some parish may have a need where they live in a neighborhood where there might be a number of homeless or need for food, clothing, shelter. Others might have other needs. Why is it important for us as church to kind of look at all of those needs together, but then focus on what we can do? Because we can't do everything, but what can we do right here, right now, 
in our local diocese? I think the main thing that we can do together is give hope. Uh, So whether we're feeding the poor, clothing them, finding shelter for them, offering assistance in terms of counseling or accompaniment, what we're really doing is living out the gospel and bringing joy and hope to those in need. I think that's the best thing, and that's what wakes us up in the morning. We want to have hope, and we want to have joy in that hope. Well, down the road, we're going to talk a little bit more about your second pastoral letter, where one of those topics focuses on hope, and we'll certainly look forward to doing that. When we talk about Catholic charities, it's not just one person or a handful of people that work in charities. We're talking about lots and lots of people, not only in our local diocesan church, but worldwide, who work in the work of charities. Why is that need so great in our world, and why does that continue to grow sometimes in our own local parishes and church? We are always stronger when we are together and when there's more of us. And Uh, The work of Catholic Charities extends beyond this portion of the Lord's Vineyard, the six counties of the Diocese of Youngstown. The executive directors of Catholic Charities in Ohio, they collaborate and work together, share best practices. And of course, there's the whole national aspect of Catholic Charities. So it's lots of hands and hearts working together to bring the love of Christ to the world. I know that I, over my many years in in religious broadcasting, have had an opportunity to speak with those people who work in Catholic Charities, and in particular, our particular agencies. We have an agency in Ashtabula County, we have an agency that serves Portage and Stark County, and we also have an agency that serves Columbiana, Mahoning, and Trumbull. And each of those agencies do wonderful, great work. And there are particular needs in each of the different counties. But one of those needs that prevails, I think, in every county is to feed the poor and to clothe the naked and to visit the sick. Why are those acts of mercy so important? And why do we have to keep those in our focus when we're talking about following Christ and being the hands and heart and the feet of Jesus? It's so important because First of all, there's a great need, and the church always goes where there's need. There's vulnerability, there's poverty, and we as a church can help change that. Secondly, it's what Jesus would expect us to do. That's what it means to be a Christian. It means to help those in need. It means, like that good Samaritan, embracing that interruption, stopping on the side of the road, and helping that person in need, whether it's giving part of your cloak, or giving them some money, or just giving them a kind, hopeful word. That's what it means to be a disciple. You know, one thing that we really want to let the folks know is that Catholic Charities, especially here in our diocese, and I'm sure in most, if not every diocese around the country, minister not just to Catholics, but we minister to people in general. Why is it important for us to have that outreach to those that are not just of our Catholic faith, but whatever faith or no faith at all? Well, I think if we look at the scriptures, there's this word that emerges again and again, and that is the word all. Mm. Jesus died for all. Uh, There's no Mm. discrimination. There's no categorization. It's for all. And I think that's how we have to live our lives. We don't base it just on our own 
to be church is to be there for everyone. An example of that is when a priest is assigned to be a pastor. He is the pastor of that territory, that entire territory, not just the Catholics, but the non-Catholics as well. And so there's an intentional sense where he cannot leave those people behind. So in a sense, your role as bishop and ordinary of this diocese is to every human being in the six counties that make up the Diocese of Youngstown. Every soul, absolutely. That is my duty as bishop, just as it is a duty of a pastor in his given territory. And that's why it's so appropriate for us to talk to, in our next segment, the Director of Catholic Charities, Rachel Herbalich, and also the Program Director for our local Catholic Charities, Jennifer Lucarelli, who will enlighten us on some of those particular programs and outreach that happen in the six counties of our diocese. So, Bishop, thank you for being with us. Thank you, Father Quarter. It's always a joy. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Catholic Charities in the Diocese of Youngstown announces the commencement of our annual Season of Giving campaign. This annual 60-day campaign benefits those in need throughout the Diocese of Youngstown. To kick off Catholic Charities Season of Giving on Tuesday, November 28th, the hashtag GivingTuesday online fundraiser will aim to collect more than $20,000 in just 24 hours. Thanks to Catholic Charities corporate sponsors, all donations received online on hashtag GivingTuesday will be matched up to $10,000. Catholic Charities serving Portage and Stark Counties on Tuesday, November 28th, will host an inaugural social hour with the bishop from 4.30 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. at the Canton Cultural Center. This event will include cocktails and hors d'oeuvres, education stations, a 50-50 raffle, a basket raffle, and live music. For more details, visit www.ccdoy.org slash season of giving or call 330-744-8451. The Catholic Echo is the media arm of the Catholic Diocese of Youngstown, and it seeks to inform and entertain Catholics in our six-county diocese by forging stronger connections to our parish communities and highlighting the many blessings of Catholic life in our region. If you have a story idea for the Catholic Echo magazine, podcast, or website, send an email to catholicecho at youngstowndiocese.org. We'd love to hear your ideas. Welcome back to our show. Joining me is Rachel Herbalich, who is the Executive Director of Catholic Charities for the Diocese of Youngstown, and Jennifer Lucarelli, who is the Project Manager for Catholic Charities. Welcome to both of you. Thank you, Father. It's great to be here. Thank you, Father. Yeah, we're going to learn more about Catholic Charities and the services that our diocese provides, but we're going to begin in general to tell the folks that are with us, what exactly is Catholic Charities? When we talk about it, what do those two words together actually mean? Well, Catholic Charities is really the administrative arm of the bishop for carrying out the social mission of the church. And we do that through the work of our Catholic Charities agencies that serve our six-county diocese. We have three agencies, Catholic Charities of Ashtabula County, Catholic Charities serving Portage and Stark Counties, and Catholic Charities Regional Agency, which serves Columbiana, Mahoning, and Trumbull Counties. Catholic Charities also includes the Office of Peace and Justice, which is responsible for advocacy efforts and really advocating on behalf of those clients who are served at our Catholic Charities agencies. And I think when we talk about Catholic Charities, it's kind of the big umbrella that brings in every kind of social service, every kind of outreach that we do as a church. And one of the things that we are involved with 
are the many different programs. And so, Jennifer, that's kind of where you come in. Give us kind of a, an idea of some of the different programs and projects that are provided through Catholic Charities. Well, here in the administrative offices, we handle a lot of the bigger picture programs and services, fundraising mostly. We don't service clients out of our administrative offices. That happens on the ground at the agency level. But throughout the year, we have a lot of different programs that we try to engage with people just with fundraising efforts, education, and advocacy efforts. I'd like to go back to the different agencies. And Rachel, you talked about there's three of them. Explain what that social service agency actually is. Well, it's actually the place where people who are looking for help can get that help. Most of the clients that we see need help with basic needs. So you're talking about people who need food, housing assistance, help with utilities, the very basic things that we all need to be well in our lives. We do that in all six counties through all three agencies. Now, depending on the local needs of those communities, our agencies will offer other services to meet those needs. So the services will vary by agency, but basic needs is the essential service that we provide through all three of those agencies. And obviously when we're talking about basic needs, we're talking about feeding the hungry, clothing the naked, visiting the sick, those works of mercy that actually is the work of Catholic Charities. Let's go back to some of the different programs that are part of Catholic Charities. What's one that you're involved with most, Jennifer, that kind of gives you an excitement of being part of this whole venture? On the top of my mind is our First Step for Change program. It's an annual fundraiser that raises funds to support moms with babies zero to three years old or families with babies zero to three years old. That's always something close to my heart. And so far this year, we've raised over $50,000, which will all directly benefit those clients in those agencies with things like diapers, formula, all of the basic necessities that a baby would need in their first years of life. Let's go back to that idea of fundraiser, because we know that we can't do it without the generosity and the treasure of our people. Why is it important for us to let the folks know that their money, they contribute to the annual diocesan appeal and to Catholic Charities, actually goes to fund these programs? Well, of the funds that Catholic Charities gets in that annual appeal, it's 60%. So from that 60%, we turn around and allocate almost 60% of that to the agencies so that they can serve the people that they do through their services. We keep our administrative costs low. A little less than 11% of the funds that we have are used for administration here at the central offices, which is incredible. And all of our agencies, too, have very low administrative costs. We try and do as much as we can out of the diocesan office for the agencies. They do not have big administrative structures. So a lot of the work that Jennifer does with fundraising and these special campaigns that benefit all of the agencies, we coordinate and we do all of the legwork for that on behalf of the agencies so that we can maintain those low administrative costs. You know, that's really kind of incredible because oftentimes when there's fundraising events, a lot of the money actually goes into the event itself. But this is really kind of a testimony, I think, to the work of Catholic Charities locally here in the Diocese of Youngstown, that you're good stewards of the money that people give to the church. Annually, we do talk about the diocesan appeal. Why is it important for us to remind the folks that are with us 
that it does take money to do the work of charities? Well, the diocesan appeal is really our lifeline. If we did not have the funds that we get through that appeal, we would not be able to do the work that we do. We would have to close our doors. The agencies rely on that. We rely on that in our department. It's a critical source of our funding. And a lot of what we raise goes back to those agencies and goes directly to clients. Last year, we provided almost a million dollars in housing assistance to people that were at risk of losing their housing, and also another, I think, over $500,000 in utility assistance. So those are incredible numbers for a small diocese like ours. And, and without the appeal that gives us those flexible dollars, we would never be able to do that. What would you like to tell the folks who are with us, Jennifer, about the many volunteers that make up the work of charities as well? It's just not the administrative arm, but there's a lot of people that really give their time and their talent to charities as well. Absolutely. And we're always looking for new volunteers. Just this year alone, we've had over 100 volunteer hours, which with such a small staff like ours, that's astronomical for us. It really takes the burden off some of the work that we do. And our agencies, for all of their efforts throughout the year, rely on volunteers as well for community days and such things like that. Well, when you started here, Jennifer, at Catholic Charities, what was something that drew you to this specific work and this specific ministry? Because it really is a ministry. It's a vocation. I'm just a helper by nature. I like to help people, and however I can do that is what I love to do. And Rachel, I want to ask you that personal question, too. You've been involved with Catholic Charities for a long time here in the diocese. What is it that sustains you, but also that makes you give your heart and soul to this operation? Well, I think it's just getting up in the morning and coming to work and knowing that your job has purpose and meaning. And it isn't really a job. It is a ministry. And I see it that way. I see it as a vocation. Not a lot of people who go to work in the morning can really feel good about what they do. And I work with a wonderful team of people who inspire me all the time with their creativity and their wonderful new ideas. And we've got a younger staff now. We've got newer people who are young. And I think that continually challenges me to think outside the box and to try new things. So there's always something new. Every day's different. And I think that's part of what keeps me going. Rachel Jennifer, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back and talk a little bit more about charities and especially some of the actual work in our social service agencies. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Catholic Charities in the Diocese of Youngstown announces the commencement of our annual Season of Giving campaign. This annual 60-day campaign benefits those in need throughout the Diocese of Youngstown. To kick off Catholic Charities Season of Giving on Tuesday, November 28th, the hashtag GivingTuesday online fundraiser will aim to collect more than $20,000 in just 24 hours. Thanks to Catholic Charities corporate sponsors, all donations received online on hashtag GivingTuesday will be matched up to $10,000. The second annual Breakfast with the Bishop will also take place on Tuesday, November 28th from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. at Our Lady of Mount Carmel Parish. The event features a hearty breakfast, a brief presentation from Bishop David J. Bonner, and education stations highlighting Catholic Charities, ministries, and services. For more details, visit www.ccdoy.org slash season of giving or call 330-744-8451. Many sisters, brothers, and religious order priests served for little pay, and now their communities lack retirement funds. I spent 34 years as a teacher, 
I just loved interacting with the students. Gifts to the Retirement Fund for Religious help provide for medications, nursing care, and more. An annual collection is held in parishes across the nation. I always remember you in my prayers. Please give to those who have given a lifetime. Visit retiredreligious.org. Welcome back to our show. I'm talking with Rachel Herbalich, who is the Director of Catholic Charities for the Diocese, and Jennifer Lucrelli, the Project Manager, also for Catholic Charities. One of the things that we talked about, Jennifer, during our break is the Community Resource Guide. Talk about that specifically and why is that important and how can they find that at their disposal? When Bishop Honor first came to our diocese, he tasked us with this project of developing a community resource guide that was accessible to all service professionals and clients alike. So it's a two-part system. We have a, a printed document book that we update annually linked to our website that is customizable and searchable by county. So any of the clients in the Diocese of Youngstown, the six counties, can go online and drill down to exactly what type of service they're looking for. If they need clothing in Ashtabula County, they can find that. If they need food in Portage County, there's ways to find that. And as Catholic Charities, we can't service every possible need there is, so it's important for us to be able to work with other community organizations that are offering some of the similar services or maybe services that we don't offer that they can supplement. So for clients and service providers, it's a great tool to have. And I'd like to talk a little bit more about that because it's not just the work of the Catholic Church here in the Diocese of Youngstown that's providing these many services, but you work hand-in-hand with other local agencies. Talk a little bit more about that, Rachel. Collaboration is really key. We couldn't do the work that we do without collaborating with our community partners. And it's important that we're present in the community and that we're at the table with those other service providers. The needs that we are seeing these days among our clients are very complex, very complicated. We could not address the breadth of need that we see without being able to collaborate. So we have great relationships in the communities that we serve with other service providers so that we can best serve the client, so that we can provide those wraparound services to make sure that all of their needs are being addressed in some way. Let's talk about social services really as part of Catholic Charities, but what makes up social services? I know we touched on it uh, earlier in our show, but let's be a little bit more specific about social services. Sure. So, you know, basic needs, our core service is, you know, providing the food, the housing, the utilities, all of those corporate works of mercy that you mentioned earlier. But we try to add a little something extra, and that something extra is case management or casework. So that we're not just giving someone food, but we're sitting with them, talking about why they're in the position that they're in, looking at their budget, helping them to make some decisions about things that are wants versus needs, and how we can avoid falling into this situation down the road. So we are trying to go that extra mile with our clients so that we can break them out of the cycle that they're in and help them work toward greater financial self-sufficiency. So that's really where the social work dimension comes in with that extra time with clients. It takes time. The appointments that we have with clients, you know, it takes longer when you're working with them versus just handing them something. But we see that the results that we get, they're much more beneficial for everyone. You know, that's really what 
we are all about as the church is sitting down with people. It's about relationships. It's about being the hands and the heart and the soul of Jesus as well. It's one thing to just hand out a voucher or a gas card or pay someone's utility, but to sit down and actually talk with them to see what their own needs are. It might be the first time in a long time that that individual actually had anyone that talked with them and they cared about them and really related to them as a human being. And that's what Charities is all about, isn't it? Absolutely it is. In fact, it's our tagline. Not only do we provide help, but we create hope. I'd like to go back to that word hope because I think that's what Catholic Charities gives to people. There's an opportunity for a lot of people in the church to give a lot of different things. But to give someone hope, especially in such a divided, such a complex world that we find ourselves in, is really a great gift. The other gift that we give is a sense of faithfulness, because what we're about as charities is to be faithful to the mission of the Lord. And maybe the greatest gift that we can give is a gift of love. What is something that the agencies do in the name of the love of God, specifically for its people? Well, I think in everything we do, we try to recognize the face of Jesus in those who come to us for help. So offering hospitality when people come in, taking that time, as you said, to listen to people. A lot of the people who call us, they're disregarded by society. They're not heard. So just to be someone on the other end of the phone or on the other side of the window at the agency who will listen, that's a big part of it for sure. And I think one of the things that we do want to mention, and I think I spoke with the bishop about this earlier, is that The agency is not just for Catholics, but it's for everyone in need. And so in the six counties of the Diocese of Youngstown, Catholic Charities tries to serve the needs of all its people. Why is that important? That is one of the most common misconceptions about Catholic Charities, is that you have to be Catholic to get help from us, and that's absolutely untrue. We help as resources allow us anyone who comes to us in need. So we encourage anyone who would need any of the services that we provide to give us a call, to come to our agencies. We're welcoming to everyone. And I know there's different ways that people around the diocese could find Catholic Charities. Social media is certainly one of those outlets. And Jennifer, I know you're part of that. Talk briefly about the social media arm of Catholic Charities. Well, it all starts with our website. The best, most up-to-date resource for any of our donors, clients, volunteers, or staff is the website. So I would first and foremost direct people there. And then throughout all of our social media channels, we try to give updated information about what's happening in different areas of the diocese at different times, whether it's a successful client story or a fundraising opportunity or a volunteer opportunity. We try to keep people informed and engaged. What would you like to leave the folks that are with us about Catholic Charities and what they can do to support the work of charity? Well, first and foremost, I want to thank anyone who participates in the annual diocesan appeal, because as I mentioned earlier, that really is a critical source of funding for what happens at the diocesan level as well as the local agency level. So to thank all of those people and also the donors who give gifts to Catholic Charities directly. We've been very successful in recent years in increasing those donations. Jennifer's a big part of that effort. So we're grateful for all who give of their treasure as well as 
is our volunteers who give of their time and talent because we could not do this work without bringing others who are people of goodwill in with us to do that work. Jennifer, one final comment. I just also wanted to express my thanks for the donors, the volunteers, even our staff who go above and beyond every day. Rachel Herbalich, Jennifer Lucarelli, thank you for the vocation and ministry that you provide Catholic Charities here, especially in the Diocese of Youngstown. And for the folks that are with us, if they want more information and to listen to this program, they can go to www.catholicecho.org. The Catholic Echo Podcast is a production of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Youngstown in cooperation with Cumulus Media Youngstown. I'm your host, Father Jim Corda. Have a blessed day, and may God be with you.